The wait for Game of Thrones Season 5 is almost over, and that's why we have gotten started here on the Road to Westeros, a daily Game of Thrones podcast series. And now, here are the two guys who always take the narrow sea ferry to beat the traffic. I'm Rob Sestrini. Here's Josh Wiggler. Josh, how are you? I wish that we had done that this time. All this walking, I'm pretty tired. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't beat it because then yep. you could just sit, sit back, relax, put your feet up, take the narrow sea ferry. Yeah, it would be nice, uh, you know, drink some Dornish red, just kick back and enjoy ourselves, but not this time. This time we're walking, this time we've got business to take care of, and we're so close. We've almost reached our destination. We're almost there this weekend, Game of Thrones. I can't believe that we're almost here. We've almost done it. We're so close. I'm so excited. Yes. Have you seen that? Have you seen this uh, Jimmy Fallon, I'm so excited Game of Thrones video? No, I haven't seen that one. Have you heard about it? No. Oh, it's very funny. Better than Seth Meyers? Uh, It's different. Totally different. Shorter. Much shorter. Not a a skit. It's it's like one of those re-edits where um, uh, Jimmy Fallon has edited everybody on Game of Thrones to the tune of I'm so excited. Ooh, okay. It's very funny. Everybody should look it up. Yes. All right. Well, I'm pumped up for about this. I, I watched a different video of a guy who parodies Mike Francesa, who does. Uh, do, do, have you, do you know Mike Francesa? I do not. That he is the big guy who hosts in, in New York on the uh, from uh, formerly of Mike and the Mad Dog on WFAN. And it's not guy, Mike Francesca. No, not Mike Francesca. And he does a parody. Like he's done lots of Mike Francesa parodies and did a whole Game of Thrones one. And that was uh, amusing. Diverting. Yeah, so everybody's on board. Everyone's on board. Everyone's excited. How can you not be? Game of Thrones is the shiznit. So let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's talk about some stuff today. Okay, so of course, uh, we have just but one of these left to go for Saturday. And then Sunday, it's showtime. It's showtime, baby. Uh, and you are going to be um, warging into Antonio Mazzaro on showtime on yes. show night. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, then we don't need me to warg into uh, Antonio Mazzaro or he'll be about 80% less intelligent if I did that. <laughs> I laugh because it's true. It's a reverse warg. It would be it would be terrible. Yeah, that's like Hodor warging into into Bran. <laughs> yes. So Which, it just does not accomplish much. Yeah, I won't do that at all. So sure. We'll see. I'm hoping that I can uh, at least be watching with you guys and watching and watching the show live uh, from Vegas. But then uh, we will get back into our regular routine heading into uh, week two of Game of Thrones. But uh, Josh and Antonio this Sunday night, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern time. Be there for the season premiere festivities. A tried and true team, Antonio and I, if I do say so myself. Yes. We'll be we'll be OK. We'll survive. Everyone will have a good time. You guys will kill it like it's the Red Wedding. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully fewer deaths than that, but that's the idea. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's today's question. Who's this from? Uh, this is a question from Matthew Forsyth about a character. Great we caller. Have, uh, we've actually talked a lot about this character in relation to you throughout the road to <laughs> oh, Westeros. So let's, let's uh, talk about the character in relation to himself uh, this time. Okay. Here's Matt Forsyth. Hey, what's up, Robin? Josh, Matt Forsyth here. And today I just want to get into the psyche of Harris for a moment. So in the trailers for this upcoming season, we see Varys saying, oh, I just want to do good for the realm and, you know, the realm this and the realm that. And I want to know if you all actually believe this motivation of Varys, that he's just out there doing good for the realm, or is there some sort of ulterior, darker motive behind his moves? Uh, Thanks. Bye. Mm. All right. What do you think about that, Rob? Since you are so connected to Varys to begin with, you guys have a lot in common. 
the most important things in common. What do you think? What is his true motivation here? Do we believe that this is a guy who feels he's doing what's best for the realm? And if so, what does that look like? Yeah. For me, I do believe Varys, you know, uh, and then don't start in today, Josh. This is, uh, uh, listen, I'm biting my tongue right now. Because uh, I'm biting my tongue so hard that I might not have a tongue after this, which might mean that I'm closer to Varys because I'd be missing a key body part. <laughs> because I think it's Varys's not having that certain, bo- that certain body part that makes him that, you know, he's not blinded by lust or anything like that. And because, you know, I I don't think he has like pride or a big ego or anything like that. Like, I really do believe he is looking out for the realm. Like, I, I take his word at face value more so. Like, if Littlefinger was saying, you know, I'll do what's good for the realm. You know, he's saying that, but we've, we've talked about this. We've established that Littlefinger, essentially, he wants everything. Varys, I don't think he really wants everything. You know, I think that he would like to be in a powerful position and he'd like to have the say in what's going on, but I don't think he wants to be on the Iron Throne or anything like that. I think that he wants what he wants what's best, and I think that's why he's been an ally of Tyrion through all this time. Um, okay, so I, I guess I, I have two questions, but I think I can boil it down in, in one way. Is it, is, do you think then that it's like as simple as, uh, you know, one side is light, the other is dark. One side is good, the other is evil when we're looking at Varys and Littlefinger. Obviously, Littlefinger is a devious little guy. We've seen what he's done with his own two hands. We've seen him murder people. We've seen him arrange people to be murdered. There hasn't been a ton of that with Varys, although, granted, he does have somebody locked up in a box. But somebody that wronged him. Somebody who, somebody who wronged him, and it's personal. Um, you know, it's not necessarily all about game moves. Yes. Um... Do you think that Varys is is a good guy, is a pure good guy, or do you think that think when we're holding guy. is he a good guy when we're when we're holding Varys and Littlefinger on the scales? Like, is it one is just like really plummeting towards the darkness, and one is rising towards the light side, or are they somewhat even, and one is higher than the other? What's your What's your read on that? Is Varys a pure character? Right. Here's my take on Varys. He's not an angel like he is not somebody that is always going to do what is the good thing but i think that he is a person who is going to do what it what is best for the realm and is willing to go through whatever means necessary so if he thinks that okay this person should be the king then it's okay to, you know, you know, plot to have this person killed if it's going to facilitate what is the better thing for the realm to happen. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there's a couple of data points that we can, you know, put on the board that sort of demonstrate that I think Varys is somebody who is a person that we should be rooting for. Um, he tries to help Ned Stark. You know, that is correct. And, yes. and he gives, you know, he's not willing to risk his life for Ned Stark, but he's given Ned Stark some good advice. Yeah, he basically did what he could. He did what he could. Yeah, again, and he's not going to be a hero. Again, he's not a Stark. He's not going to lose his life in a, on a losing cause, but right. if he can. He, he sees somebody uh, about to throw a knockout punch at Ned Stark, and he's not going to jump in the way of right. it. Right, right. 
Then we see that he's a uh, a friend of Tyrion also. And Tyrion is a friend of ours. And Tyrion is, is a friend of ours. Um, he knows like what Littlefinger is up to. He doesn't want Littlefinger to go through with with his plans. And I, I feel like there's a couple other examples along the way of like, you know, he is somebody who is, you know, looking out for what's probably what he thinks is going to be the the best thing for the realm. Okay. Do you think that we're going to see what that is this season? Do you think that it's time for all the smoke and mirrors surrounding Varys? Are we getting into answer mode? Are we getting into anything closely resembling endgame mode for Varys this season now that he's on the run with Tyrion? That's part one of my question. I will say yes. And part two of my question is, uh, what on earth would compel this man to, to break Tyrion out jeopardize everything that he's been doing in the seven kingdoms for Tyrion. Why is Tyrion this important? Uh, why, why would he put himself in a position where he has to be on the run? Okay. Well, what are his alternatives that uh, I don't think he's probably going to, you know, stay in his alternative. His alternative was to not help Tyrion. You know, if he, if he was going to stick his, if he was not going to stick his neck out for Ned Stark, why is he jumping in the way of the punch for Tyrion? What is it about Tyrion that makes him important enough to blow up his whole King's Landing game? Because I think he can sort of look at the chessboard and be like, well, what's here left for me in the, you know, Cersei is sort of the region of the, you know, Tommen and Marjorie administration. Uh, how's that going to go? Is Stannis eventually just going to, uh, you know, uh, get his act together and come here? I, I I think he just feels like uh, it's not going to play out well for him. Mm -hmm. So, and to answer your first question, you know, just based on like the commercials for the season I've seen, it seems like uh, Varys has a different plan that he wants to put into place. Yeah. Uh, Not so into the Lannister thing. No, he's, I think he's moving on. He has a new plan he wants to go for. All right. Well, we'll, we'll steer clear of going too specific with that because the trailers have shown some of that. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, I think it's going to be really cool to see Tyrion and Varys together. That's a very exciting team up and to have them kind of on the road. Um, I know that Arya won the storyline we're most excited to see when we held the Throners, but it was just barely. And I do think that we could be positioned for Tyrion and Varys to be the new Arya and the Hound. And that's very exciting. I love it. Yeah. More amazing race teams. I think that would be, should be the next podcast that we do <laughs> of... Game of Thrones, Amazing Race, and then we'll come up with the 11 teams and figure out all of the pit stops. Well, I do really want to do uh, a white collar, blue collar, no collar with Game of Thrones because I feel like that's so easy. Yeah, but don't you think that the Amazing Race uh, it would be, be good. It would be good. And I know Amazing Race a little bit better than I used to now that I've seen a couple of seasons. <laughs> like, but I think that's a podcast between you and Jessica Lee, first of all. Uh, ah. and, and secondly, I, that doesn't affect the fact that I still want to do uh, Game of Thrones, Survivor, White Collar, Blue Collar, No Collar. <laughs> it's, just a, it's a better game. It's a better game, in my opinion. Yeah. In Bear, teams will have to race out to the Bear Islands and then they'll have to wrestle uh, against one of the Lord Mormon's descendants in Maiden Fair, teams will have to dress up as a maiden and seduce one of the people at a local inn. Oh man, oh, I'm trying to think of some other good ones, but I'm still just not as versed in Amazing Grace to keep up with you. That's a very funny joke. I do get what you're doing there. I like that quite a bit. Yes. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm sure that uh, there will be several comments about this. All right. So <laughs> what's I, give, the, I give two thumbs up to the idea of you and Jessica Lee's doing a Game of Thrones Amazing Race. That's all I'll say. Uh, I think that's an Amazing Race off-season podcast, but I think it'll be very fun. I agree. Okay. So, Josh, uh, what's the hashtag for this? <laughs> uh, is there an Amazing Race-ish uh, hashtag? Not an Amazing Racist hashtag. <laughs> no. That would be very different. No, I'm trying to think. Bear or maiden fair? Okay, sure. We'll go. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go with that just for the sake for the sake of time because we have it, precious hours. Of, we're about 48 hours away from the premiere. Getting close. We're almost there. We're getting close. All right. Follow Josh on Twitter. Uh, that also Josh has a uh, a new book club up. Is that correct? That is correct. A new Game of Thrones book club with Terry Schwartz, who has seen. Uh, the first few episodes of Game of Thrones. So it's a little more spoilery than usual. So tread with caution. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you guys talked about, that Terry saw the first four episodes or whatever, and you guys yeah. talked about that? Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about uh, some uh, other updates in, in the Game of Thrones world from George R. R. Martin and some interviews that she did with uh, the showrunners. So lots of good stuff in that podcast. Very good. All right. And I am really just blowing through this uh, Clash of Kings. How's, how's my boy Roy doing? <laughs> doing good. My, my boy Detrice. Doing good. About 14 hours left on Clash of Kings. And, wow. and after this road to road to Vegas this weekend, uh, it's going to be a big dent out of that. Yeah, 14 hours is nothing. You yeah. got that. You got that in you for sure. Boom. Yeah. Boom. I'll be in book three by double no time. time. Double time? No. No. No you're double going, time. You're going just like. I'm savoring straight, it. You're straight Detrice-ing it. Straight to tracing it. Yeah. Just going through it. Okay. Yeah. There's enough things to sort of like uh, keep in my mental, like trying to imagine what the scenes are and huh. not to, I can't, you know, again, if I, if Antonio warged into my head, maybe I could listen to it at double speed. Oh, triple Too much speed. going on. Too He's much too smart. Going on. He's too smart. I think we should do something about him. <laughs> no. I think so. No. I'm just, put, I'm planting the seed. I won't this, is a, this is a wiggler seed. I'm no wiggler seeds. All right. So uh, we will be back tomorrow. One more of these. Follow Josh on Twitter. He's at Round Howard. Like Ron Howard. I'm at Rob Sestrino. And uh, we will be back. One more Road to Westeros coming on Saturday. Take care, everybody. Bye.